0: listening to the Broadcast Basement On-Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast! In the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com Welcome to episode 45 of Cinemental. How can you talk if you haven't got a brain?
1: I don't know. But some people without brains do an awful lot of talking.
0: Then why don't you kiss me like
2: everybody else does? How about new? The thing is, Bob... It's not that I'm lazy, it's that I just don't care. I came here like this so you'll know
1: my word of death is true, and that my word of life is then true.
0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Movie Podcast. We can only hope you enjoy listening to as much as we enjoy making. My name is Steve Hovicki, and as always, I'm here with my co-hosts Hassan Gabban and Latham Conger III. Our guest tonight. What do I say about Raheem? He's a. I, I guess I say he's a friend of the show. I mean, uh, you know what? Uh, what else do I say? Uh, Raheem Lloyd, welcome to Sentimental. Thank you for having me. How you guys doing tonight?
1: Very good. We are excellent.
0: I'm low energy. Uh, <laughs> at least I'm speaking. What'd you say? <laughs>
1: I said, low I'm low
0: energy.
3: <laughs> Why are you low energy? You have a no, day to prepare for this. Family. I don't know. I haven't felt good all week. So, uh, you know, I got it. Actually, neither. But yeah, I don't know what it is. Hopefully, hopefully it's just a cold.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> he doesn't go out. How could he have contracted anything?
3: It's yeah, you know what? You
0: know what? It's easy. It can happen easy. So, uh, Rahim, I met you probably what? Let's see. I've been I've been in New York since '07. I probably met you six, seven years ago, first time, give or take. Oh, it's, it's been longer than that. It's longer than that? Yeah, probably been on before 2010, I think. Okay, all right. So it was only a couple of years after I was here. Then we yeah. we, we crossed paths through through Hassan. Probably okay. at a Comic-Con or something like that, or Wizard World or something. Like that.
2: That's
1: right. I used to see Maybe more a ch- uh, I- Strange Arcade you guys <laughs> hung out at. Yeah, there. that's right. Uh, <laughs> he was- tried to bilk you on uh, Burger Timers. That arcade
2: was long gone by the time Steve got here. <laughs> I'm sure it
0: was. <laughs> a lot of 42nd Street. It was a
1: retrocade, if at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: uh, a lot of that part of 42nd Street was long gone before I got here. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah uh, so we'll suffer from consumption all right latham fine what did, what did you watch this week? okay, well, I watched the second sequel
1: to the car. It was about a uh, fish that was attacking James Brolin. It was called the Gar." Yes, I know what a gar is okay, uh, I watched
0: that did, did you uh, think did, than... did you think the three of us did not know what a gar was no, I don't know I,
1: I don't I didn't know what a gar I knew a gar was a fish I didn't know what it looked like, so oh. I, I figured the visual reference might Okay. How, I used he, to watch
2: River Monsters, so I saw one of those right? <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Okay. Um, and he had five more sequels after that, but I'll save those. Um, <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, and uh, I didn't watch much, but I watched a uh, third episode of Mandalorian, which was pretty good. Um, I watched um, the first episode of this new documentary on HBO – about, um, it's about this murder in Connecticut. Do you guys know? Uh, murder in the, murder on the. Connecticut? No. <laughs> Hold on. A murder, murder on Middle Beach. Sorry, murder on Middle Beach. And the interesting thing about the documentary is it's presented like any other crime documentary except the guy who's making it and directing it is the son of the woman who was killed. Okay. So every time he interviews people, they interject with stuff like, are you gonna be okay, honey? Or, oh, remember that time with mom? It's very, it's a different dynamic because it's, they're not unbiased and detached. He, he's extremely biased and trying to figure out what happened. And the main suspect is his father. And he literally, secretly wired the, or uh, where's a wire to get a, uh, a conversation with his father at a bar. So there's all these scenes that make it unique, but the first, the first episode is really good. We liked it a lot. And uh, are, are,
0: are all the episodes up and available or is it something no, that's being not. put I out once they, a week? I
1: thought they were, we were excited when we started watching them and then realized they're releasing them every week. So ah,
0: fuck that. I'll wait till uh, it's all up then
1: yeah i mean it's so there's only 4 anyway so uh the second one comes out sunday but uh murder on middle beach it's pretty good okay and um you know we're, we're still running through fuller house man and uh it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> it's a colorful show every actor on there's great it's fun it's nostalgic uh i know you think i'm being uh
0: no Hey, you're free to like whatever the fuck you want.
1: I, I just, I never watched the show. When I was younger and, and they really, it's like they went for a home run with this stuff and they.
0: Right. But now are you watching the old show at all?
1: No. I, I mean, I've seen episodes of it at times, but I never watched it full in its run.
2: So,
0: okay.
1: But these are very clever, very well written. Every joke lands. Rarely does one not work. Um, It's good stuff to have on the TV while you're doing something else. And then a lot of times I'll find myself just quitting what I'm doing and watching the show. So
3: are you still making new episodes of that or? No,
1: it's done now. It was five, but it was five seasons, which I was surprised uh, to find that they had the first one was in like 2015 and they just pushed them out. So, um, and that's pretty much all I have seen besides the movies we were watching for this week. And
3: uh, wow, that's uh, that's it.
0: Okay, is on.
3: Elitham and I have like normal watching.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I'll watch more. I'll have more like Steve once I start finishing the editing of my miniseries. And when that's done, I I, w- I won't watch as much as Steve,
3: but I'll watch. More than a couple of weeks. So. But there'll be time. There'll be time to watch stuff. There'll
1: be some time. Sometime. Yeah.
3: I watched the Miles Morales uh, Spider Man oh. uh, video game cutscenes because that's I do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Like five hours. It's like you, you talk about like Holy background shit. noise. Yeah, it was four hours. I think. Holy wow. Yeah, it's a whole game, it's just a, with some you know, people on YouTube they play the game, they run through it, and then they cut it together like a movie, and then you just watch all the scenes and you're like, All right, that was a good story, and then you
0: I don't wow. know,
2: I don't need to play that game. I uh- think <laughs> <laughs> hey, we found our audience we were talking about before. Cool.
3: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I and then of course right after that I had to watch Into the Spider Verse, you know. So still need I still haven't seen that. It's a good movie. Um That's what I hear I won't say too much about it, but it is a yeah. good movie. I got that, a um, for my for my birthday. I got me a a four K ultra HD player, whatever you want to call one of them things. So I I was oh, able great. To... So now you
0: can go replace all of your Blu rays with four K. No, I will not. However, most,
3: of the, Blu-rays, most of the Blu rays most most recently, most of the Blu rays I bought were already four Ks. You know they they were combos. So I just started. Watching my eyes combos.
0: are my eyes are never going to be that good.
3: Look, like it was a gift. You want me to
0: do I, I'm just, I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying I, yeah, my eyes are never going to be that good that I need to move my up to 4K. My eyes are terrible. My eyes are fucking terrible, but I mean... That's I, what I'm saying. 4K is never going to help me that much.
3: <laughs> so I watched 1917 again and, uh, and Infinity War. Because nice. I had those. Um, oh, okay. I watched Near Dark. I watched Aliens. You know, for some reason. I was compelled to watch those. It, just, it was a whim. Um, <laughs> I watched... Uh, uh, just, just, a, just about an hour ago, I watched the movie cause I had, had movie night with a couple of friends. So we watched rock and rule from 1986. Oh my God. That the animated. Yes. Yeah.
0: Reed
2: did one of the voices, right? Yeah. Somebody was just talking about it on YouTube and no one knew what
0: the hell that movie was. It came on cable. Yeah. Like, yeah I just, I just remember the poster. You know why they don't know? Cause it's a
3: f- fucking acid trip. Yeah. Um, and it was. Uh, so it's, it was like, it's
0: like is it was that? Done? It wasn't done by Baki, was it? No, but it's in Baki okay. style.
3: It's in that okay. style, but it's not. It wasn't him. I can't stand Baki movies personally. Let's like, but um. Okay. Uh, it was. It's only about an hour and eighteen minutes, so it wasn't that hard to get through. But it was. It was. It was. Wow. Wow. All right. Never mind that. Um, I watched <laughs> Passengers again. I watched.
0: Uh, right. I watched. Uh, Two weeks the, in a row, isn't it? Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, it's one of those movies. You like that, just, that movie, huh? It's, it's, it's a relaxing movie. It's one of those movies in the background. You're, you're relaxing while you're painting something. Uh, I watched Discovery Episode 5 from last week, in spite of what your uh, one of your previous guests said about the, the show. <laughs> I watched Mandalorian from last week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I watched Discovery Season 6, uh, excuse me, Episode 6 this evening. Um. And I'll watch Mando when that we're done, season, I
0: guess. Is that season three? Season three, episode six, okay.
3: yeah. And then I watched uh, Unsolved Mysteries, uh, the second season of Unsolved Mysteries wow. on, uh, on Netflix, which I shouldn't have done. Shouldn't have done it. Did you solve any of them? No. <laughs> That's the problem with them. Like, I'm used to, like, the, the modern true crime where it's all solved for you. So, like, yeah. watching yeah. When it, when the episode ends and they haven't solved the crime, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Like you know, come on! I'm not even going to remember this crime, much less much
0: that's, less look yeah, for That's updates. exactly that's exactly right. It's like I asking if you would ask me right now straight away what any of those episodes were about, I couldn't tell you. Like, except none, for the, the none except, of them
3: stood out, except for the tsunami one. That one was effed. That one. Was oh, and that's one effed. of the ones I
0: skipped because I couldn't have it on as background noise because they were all speaking in Japanese and it was subtitled.
3: It, that's pure effed.
0: People, people were.
3: Fucking cab! Dead people were getting in cabs and asking for rides to houses that weren't there anymore. <laughs> That's what? fucked up. According to many cab drivers, many witness cab drivers, the supposedly dead people would get in their cars and ask to go to houses that were no that have been washed away. And when they would get to the, to to the area, they would look back in the back seat, and the driver the rider was gone. Well, that's nonsense, but okay. Perhaps I mean that's absolute utter nonsense.
1: Perhaps. No, not perhaps. Most perhaps. definitely. Latham. Unless proven. Latham. Otherwise. Latham.
3: Are you sure this, you weren't this,
0: watching Ghost Nation? This is my segment,
3: Latham. All right. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. So anyway I, I return substantiation over the I didn't say it was real. I just said it was effed. I didn't I never said this was really happening. Okay. But uh, so. uh, but it was just the, it's a weird experience to to watch a lot of these crimes that, and one of them was just so. I mean, one of them, like the one of the interviewees was the one who did it, and you could just tell, like, come on, man, just arrest this guy, <laughs> you know? Give me a fucking break, ah. um, you know? I was like, oh, you know what? I can't. I don't know why people keep blaming me for this. You know, I wish. You know, I, I, if if I was the cause of this, I wish it was me instead of her. I was like, oh, come on. Shoot this guy in the head and let's move on. In fact, do it at the end of the episode so we can have closure, and that could be one of the better episodes in this season.
1: That's a great idea for a show. It's unsolved mysteries, but at the end, whoever did it gets their fucking head blown off, and it becomes a reality show. Like that. You ever watch that Forensic Files? That that's a great. Me and Amaya watch that show a lot, and at the end, we're always looking at if the person is still in jail or if they have died yet. That and stuff is tough.
3: That, those, some of those episodes are pretty tough, the forensic they ones. They are. Yeah. They
1: are. But
3: they're uh, interesting. And that was, uh, that was my week so far. Along, you know, And then I watched the news and a lot of other stuff. So, I mean, none of that's interesting. And that was it. It's not exciting. I've seen a couple of half episodes or something. I watched. I watched for some reason. I watched an episode of the Bloodhound Gang on YouTube. Oh. I have no <laughs> idea why. <laughs> you mean an episode
0: of the Bloodhound Gang? It's a, well one of the segments of the Bloodhound Gang. You mean like one of their videos? I don't understand. The
3: Bloodhound Gang was a segment of uh three two one contact, which was a which was a PBS show.
0: You're not talking about the band. No, mm. the the band
3: is named oh. after the after the PBS show of three two one contact. So it was just these three kids who just solve crimes. It was Oh. It's it's okay. what you it's what you think it is. And it was from nineteen seventies. <laughs> PBS, like public broadcasting, you know, whatever. But um, after one of them was Rembrandt from the Warriors. So oh, after, oh, we, after we watched the Warriors for last week, I, I just looked up the Bloodhound Gang and there were a couple of episodes on YouTube. They're not, they're like five, 10 minutes long because they're, they're a subset of another 30 minute show. So their right. you know, they're, they're little segments weren't that long. So I, I did watch one or two of those. I I, I wrestled with whether I was going to share that with the board <laughs> this evening, but I don't give it now. <laughs> a damn. <good> <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, I I would keep a list of all the the random YouTube and Facebook videos I run across and watch, <laughs> just because most of it is. Although I I'll honestly i sometimes I'll 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 click on the Facebook uh, the video feed uh, and just let it play through while I'm doing something else, and every once in a while I'll glance over and and for some reason. The three or four main things that seem to come up in my video feed are our uh, painting demos, uh, a, a young woman painting different idyllic scenes with acrylic paint on canvases, <laughs> um, a guy who does uh, bottom to top restorations of old metal toys uh, and sometimes farm equipment and uh, UFC fights. Those seem to be the three main things that I get in my in my feed, strangely enough. Okay. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Raheem, what, what did you watch this week? Mm,
2: I don't watch a lot of TV lately because I don't know. I'm developing ADD. Okay. I'll watch something on TV and then click on YouTube and then start watching that and then turn my Hulu or something back on. Oh, 15 minutes left in the show, and it'll be two days later. And I'm like, I was watching this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... <laughs> it's not great. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Oh, the sun's up. Oh wait, it's Wednesday. Yeah, no, it, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been watching, um, what was it? Hailstrom on Hulu, which is that, um, Oh yeah, yeah. Son of Satan and Satan, which I, I didn't even know that was coming out. Yeah. I, I just clicked on it and I was like, is this what I think? I'm like, Oh, and you know, it's, yeah. it is what it is. It's, it's kind of what I said about it. it. <laughs> how, how far along are you in it? Episode five or six, four. Like I gotta say, I'm I am so bad with that's these how, things. That's now. about as
0: far as I got. And that—that's Hassan uh, watched the first five. I watched it all the way.
2: Yeah, I'm get—I'm I'm getting there, and I'm watching Utopia, which is actually—it's good. But considering what's going on, I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if this is this is." You seen that on um, Amazon? Head chiming. That's yeah, Latham like yeah, that. That's pretty good. I
1: only watched two of
2: them, but they were good. Yeah. I just gotta continue. Oh, on. you didn't—you didn't watch the rest of them now it's oh, it, okay. it's no, a I bit can. much for right now that's, and i watched some other weird russian show called to the lake which is about the same type of thing and it's it's russian so you know they're they're like a, they're, <laughs> it's like 80s americans because they have no filter on a lot of things and it's weird there's like two actors that played father and son in this other show that was on netflix and i guess because it's russian you know they have a lot of actors they're father and son in this show and i'm like hey wait a minute what that's why i was like <laughs> But it's it's good, but at the end it's just like, all right, it went like kind of weird
0: for uh, Russia. Weird, it's Russian. Well, no, if it, if it, Russia weird, yeah. so it's just like, oh, okay, this is a. Did Did you <sighs> see uh, the Russian Marvel film, The Guardians? No way! I might have. With the four superheroes, I... the one guy turns into a bear. No, I don't. I, I I'm okay. There's there's a there's a Russian film. that came out.
3: Oh, is that is that. I don't know if it's Russian. Are you talking about Night Watch and
0: Day Watch? No, no, not, not Night Watch and Day Watch. Not that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, Timur Bekmambetov's uh, uh, first two films. No, um, this is uh, this is a film that came out. I want to say four or five years ago. It's called The Guardians. I think it might be on Prime. Um, I downloaded the copy years ago, but it didn't come subtitled. Mm-hmm. And so I and I couldn't find a subtitle track for it, so I just never re- got around to watching it. But I think now it's available as a dubbed uh, a version on Prime. So, uh, but yeah, that's like it's like their own Marvel film. It's a group of four or five guys who are potentially a superhero team called the Guardians, and it's like a it's a, it's a Russians answer to Marvel. It's, mm-hmm. It looks fun. I mean, I I just haven't watched. I mean,
2: it. the thing is, like you know whoever's doing it, you can tell you know how to make films, but, you know, just the relationships and the way people act, it's just kind of like, oh boy, this, I mean, it's no worse than some things we have here in that same vein, but it's like any, (laughs) it's like any of that survival stuff. It's like, it's a bunch of people who are related and they all like, you know, they're not really concerned with like the fact that the world is ending and you just want to kill like all of them by about the third or fourth episode because it's just like, (laughs) and this one was bad because it's this guy with his new wife and his ex-wife. So the dynamic there no, is just like, look, this is just not what you need to be talking about right now. Why are you, why? <laughs> Dumple- you do know the world is ending, it? Right? No, it, that's a, they don't. <clears throat> that's my man. I'm like, really?
3: Well, in all, in all fairness, the guy's in a, in a, what, in a house or in a closure with his ex-wife and his current wife. So he's got bigger problems than the end of the world. Well, no, they're
2: on, they're on the road, too. That's the thing.
0: It's, they're, they're, they're traveling. Oh, and they're traveling together. Yes.
2: Fuck. <laughs> it's even worse it's,
0: they're in a camper van you, we, they wish they had a camper van but
2: I would liken it to and I don't know well, well, I guess you guys don't how The Walking Dead the comic book was written so I only read up to a certain amount of that and those characters some of those people are really fucking awful and, 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 yep. and I'm like who are we rooting for here because the it's poster. like <laughs> oh my. but then you look at the way the world and it's like you know what that's not actually completely inaccurate it's unfortunate. I'm like, fair enough. enough. This, this is this is people all how people this are. Is, this is how it's gonna go. Yeah. this is exactly <laughs> how it's gonna go. I was wrong. And then other than that, I've been playing um Fallen Order because I'm trying to finish that before Cyberpunk finally comes out. Since it's been coming out since Jedi. April. Oh, Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. I watched that too. That one movie. They 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 cut that together
3: as a movie. You know, also,
2: you know what's funny? <laughs> he used to get mad if he had to watch me playing video games when we were kids.
3: Yeah. I
2: <laughs> but, but But things have changed. Oh, okay. <laughs> In other I'll, words, his sucks at
1: video games. That's I do. I, I, true. I, I,
3: I'll, I will own that like nobody's been. And Raheem knows it. Raheem's seen it. There have been times Raheem has re- refused me the controller. Because yeah. I would have made a fool out of myself in front of everybody. You'd think you would have been fine because it's like your turn would have been over in like 10 seconds. It'd have been like, all right, back to my turn. No, nah, he was concerned <laughs> about my reputation. <laughs> oh,
0: well. God, I'm that's really a, bad.
3: That's, that's a true friend. I've got I've got, a stigmatism. I got very bad hand eye coordination. I can't, I can't focus on those games very well. So <laughs> I just like watching the cutscenes. That's good advice. I'll enough do a
2: run through a of Red Dead Redemption 2 for you. It'll be about it'll, it'll oh, be about nine. Right. It'll be like nine hours long though, because you know, because <laughs> he can't he can't make his horse warp through to the next level. Uh, I used to just wander off and not finish. I just go fishing and shoot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I literally played that game like back when, like we used to play Dungeons and Dragons, and I used to just feel like mess with the game master. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go over here and do this." Oh, you got to go back up No. No, you don't. No. I don't want the quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just do that. You keep the You keep the jewel. <laughs> no. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a dungeon. Oh, my characters are going to dungeons. Yeah, we don't do dungeons. I, I, just, I just say uh, that. I just do, that's too say. bad. Oh, I'm not going in there. It's <laughs> <That's> a trap. <laughs> you got to go in there. No, I'm not doing no, it No, babe. I don't. No. Uh, no, I go no, in I there. I'm just going to die. So I might <laughs> yeah. as well just go fishing. They're going to have to come that's out. Better things to do. I'm going to throw a Molotov cocktail in there. They're going to run out. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Ohny hey, side dice roll. Here we go. He's gonna pull a bell lock on him. Oh yeah. He's yeah. just gonna wait for him. he's gonna wait for him to come out with it and then yeah. just he's take just it from him. Steal it from yeah. him. Right. A whole bunch of natives best with <laughs> best vil- with bows and arrows. Best villain ever.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I saw the trap. I'll let you go in there, you <laughs> dummy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you look so athletic. Um Uh he reminded me but he was talking about the Russian thing. The one other thing I did watch, I did I did cycle through uh Chernobyl again. This last week. This oh, week, yeah. Now this that week. I got my
0: HBO Max set up, I want to, I want to, I, I have to put that on my you list. You haven't seen it? No.
3: It's, yeah, wow. Yeah. That, it's all that exactly. yeah,
0: I've, yeah. I've, wow. It was. Have you seen it, Raheem? No,
2: but. Wow. I've read things. Listen. I've read things and heard about what happened with that. So I can yeah. only imagine that it's.
3: It's, it's 10 kinds of fucked up. Yeah. It is, it is literally 10 kinds of fucked up. And then, like, not to, no, no spoilers, but at one point.
0: Uh, what, are you, what are you going to spoiler about a historical event that happened well, 20 years ago? Well, I'm talking
3: about, like, you know, you, the, the show has its own ups and downs and it's, okay. its pitfalls, right? So, you know, it's it doesn't matter. I mean, we all know how it what happened, right? But, um, <laughs> but I don't know about it. <laughs> <I'm leaving>. What? <laughs> it's time for the hat. What um, uh, <laughs> <is it laughs> about a nuclear family? <laughs> it's...
0: <sighs> it's about an amusement park. Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chernobyl, the well you you think about the other um, movie and
0: there's a bear in that too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> At one point uh, Stellan Skarsgard is talking to uh um to what's his name? Jared Jared Harris. Uh, yeah, Jared Harris. He's like uh he's like, Well we'll get someone to fly over it and drop some sand on it, right? <laughs> and he's like he's like it's fission. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, this has never happened on the face of the earth before.
0: <laughs> and, and of course, he's like Latham. He said, "Who's fishing?" <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's gone fishing. He goes, "You can't, you can't have a pilot fly over that, okay? It's just not going to work." He goes, "He goes, uh, what's the problem? We're here." He goes, "Yes, and we're going to be dead in five years, and oh, Stellan wow. scarred face for for like probably the next half hour." He's just like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> like, like nobody told me it was gonna be this bad, right? And Jared Harris is just really calm about the. He wasn't calm about the whole thing. He was he was mostly concerned, but he was that kind of you guys are fucking this up kind of concerned. Like I'm not even gonna Obnomerous. tell you how. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm not even gonna tell you how bad you're fucking this up. I'm just gonna let you walk into it and fuck up. And yeah. I don't give it. And so at one point, Stella Skarsgård is like, "Ah, you know, tell me what I need to know, or I'll have these soldiers throw you out this helicopter." And he goes, "Why not? I'll be dead in three years." Uh, that's great. <laughs> and so I mean, that it's that's that's basically what we're talking about. There is some, there's some fucked up shit in it. There's some really haunting shit in it. Um, <clears throat> how many how many uh, episodes is that? Is it I six, think eight? it's Four. Yeah, it's four. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's only it's four. Not even that okay. long. But, I mean, there's four fucking, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're beat you there's over the head hours. Time. There's either four or five. I don't know. Is it? Is it do, do you think? Okay. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's, it's, uh, it's narrated very well. It's done. No, nope, there's five. Yeah, there's, I figured it was five. <laughs> I, think it's, I figured because the fifth one is basically a wrap-up. Like they go yeah. through the whole thing, and in the fifth one they kind of they they kind of go back and explain exactly what happened because most of the most of the series is just dealing with the the disaster after it happened and so the and the fifth episode is just going back and explaining how the damn thing happened in the first place, and then there's other oh, there's so other weird. stuff involved there's other information involved that that should or shouldn't happen, and the kgB's involved, and you know what you should tell and what you shouldn't tell, and all this all kinds of stuff. it's really great. um they filmed it on location, yeah that's that's some what <laughs> <laughs> right. uh... but anyway, um, I saw it the first time it had it had uh, aired around the same time as uh, Game of Thrones the the last season of Game of Thrones. So everybody was kind of caught up in the Game of Thrones thing and how bad they felt that the last season was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> boy. Well, I'm not going yeah. to go into that. i I promise. And, uh, everyone else was saying, wait, no, Chernobyl is way better than Game of Thrones. You know, but I didn't get into it then. And then a couple of like a month later or whatever, I watched them. And I thought I was just going to watch the first episode. But I ended up like, you know, just sitting still for the whole thing. Right. And then so earlier this week. Um, I don't know what happened, but I was, I was doing something else. And I just put Chernobyl on cause that's what you do. You know, you want some little, right, Some little, light watching. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I, I did, I did it again. I, I cycled through the entire thing. It's really good. Raheem, you you, you should watch. Well, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. There's a the kind of bureaucracy you're telling me that you deal with on a regular basis. Well,
2: is this going to be another <laughs> house of sand and fog situation?
3: Oh, you should watch this.
2: I, how many? I have apologized about no, that did, at least thirty times. I, did, I, did, I, did, okay? I just bring it up because I did it to somebody else yesterday.
0: <laughs> oh, you should watch that.
2: <laughs> Requiem for a Dream.
0: Yeah. Oh. Both of them, oh, and then no, Schindler's
2: List.
1: Viewing. You gotta watch that, and then watch Everybody's Schindler's List, and then watch yeah, Amistad.
3: There. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got your whole
1: weekend Requiem laid out. For I put my
2: you. TV out the window. <laughs>
3: And then I and then I chased it. <laughs> and had,
2: I wrote it out like a surfboard.
0: I I can't wash my
2: eyes. The 4K, I saw everything. Yeah. It looked horrible.
1: Jared, right, have you have you seen the family film
2: Irreversible? Yes.
3: Uh. <laughs> yes, sir. he saw that with me. Yes.
2: I think. Yeah. And then I noticed that thing at the oh, end, and you were like, "Hey, wait, what?" And I was like, "Hey, yeah." Yeah.
0: The and I apologize film.
2: about that also. I, yeah, it was, I mean <laughs> sorry, well sorry. I got a better family phone for everyone and we'll leave it at this. Martyrs. Yeah. You yes. seen that? Right right up Ooh, there. Well, me, both have,
0: ver- I've seen both. Yeah. yeah. I, I
2: haven't seen yes, it. You both devastating. I showed you that. No, I didn't. Oh oh, are we doing this?
1: Martyrs had a harsher ending. I don't
3: remember.
2: Yeah. I don't remember. If I did see it, I don't remember. Because it's something you only wow. watch once, and I had to end up watching it three times. And uh, the other two people I watched <laughs> it with they cursed me out both of them. <laughs> and I because two it was two young ladies and they're like, oh, I like horror movies. I was like, Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I don't
0: you uh, the, I hey, don't they, they opened the door they at that did. point. Yeah. You, you you that that's your wave. right turned, there. I, like I actually turned it movies. off and walked okay. out at one
2: point. I'm like, I said, I really don't need to <laughs> see most of this again because I've already
3: <laughs> yeah. seen it. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: horror fan. Yeah, yeah, right. Do you mean Casper? Or- I've. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I found uh, I, I there's a there's a Turkish horror film that I that I'm going to run down that that uh, that you guys need to watch just because I think it's it's kind of amazing and he's got a new film coming out so I want to uh, I want to okay. get you guys on. The film I want you to watch is called Baskin. I've seen. It. I've heard about basking. Have oh, you seen it? I, no, I've I heard about it. it. Hassan, have you yes, seen it? Hit. No, I haven't seen it.
3: Woo. It's
0: fantastic, right? Yes. I mean, it is. It is. If you you walk into that cold, you're like, wow, that is a movie going experience. And that okay. is an acid trip with
2: a with a a chaser of angel dust <laughs> on it. <laughs> it's. And we won't ask how you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Observation, <laughs> yes, from my studies, of course. My, that's right. <laughs> it, is my, it is my studies of watching zombies walk down railroad tracks.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go.
2: All right. Yeah, that movie is, and that at one, I had to look that one guy up because I was like, "Well, that's a great makeup job." And they're like, "That guy really looks like that." that. that. I was like, that, "Oh, that's that dude." No,
0: that's why he yeah. hired him. He had a very hey. specific look he wanted for Father and he uh somebody found that guy and pointed him in his direction and the guy was just like oh my god this guy's perfect and he had these long discussions with him on how and how how he wanted him to be how he wanted the character and the guy's just like I totally get it and you know and he he fucking just nailed that. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Cuz
2: it's just it, he came out and I'm like oh I was a great maker I, I know the first makeup job. Yeah. then you go click on the thing you're like Oh, yeah. the real I, I had a
0: conversation worst. with a guy I was working with at the time. was a big horror guy, and he was just like, and I brought up, the, I was like, dude, have you seen Baskin? And he's like, oh, dude, I fucking love that movie. He's like, that one. He's like, the main dude is like, fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, he goes, and that's his face. And I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out. He's like, no, no, that's his real face. Absolutely so was amazing. Born
1: to be in this movie?
0: Yes. yes. I was born uh, to be in a lot of you movies. You know what?
3: I think I'm gonna give this a pass. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> you guys aren't selling me. <laughs> You're not selling. It's it's a Whoa. it's it's a it's amazing to watch. It really is. It's it's a a, a, a group That's a of cops. has been told. A group of cops are uh, end up going down a a, a very bad, a very bad rabbit hole, and uh, uh, bad things happen. So and
2: there are no rabbits down there.
0: Yeah, there, there may have been, yeah, there may have been a one time, but
2: they, they left. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got wise and said, peace. I
1: saw Night of the Lepus. I don't need to see another movie about cops going down a rabbit hole. Night of the (laughs) Lepus.
0: So, for for Rahim's guilty pleasure, he is chosen Near Dark. Nope. I would be too if I were you. I'm going to separate your head from your shoulders. Do it. Bad. All right.
1: Kill me then, too. Caleb Colton no longer belongs to our world.
0: He belongs to hers. But you have to
2: learn
0: to kill. He belongs to theirs. Oh, and they all belong to the night.
2: Support yourself some time, son. Come on.
1: Like, damn, this is my family. Let it go!
2: Near dark. Could
3: be your boys fall in for control.
0: Check out time. The has its price. From 1987, directed by Catherine Bigelow, with a running time of 94 minutes. A young man picks up a girl one night and finds himself sucked into the strangest family dynamic he's ever seen oh, that's God. right that's come right
3: on. <laughs> come on all right okay don't be like that is it
0: and i find it i find it interesting that you picked this as a guilty pleasure considering how high it's rated on guilt on rotten tomatoes but i will say why this
2: movie well because it's a guilty pleasure because when it was out nobody knew about it and i just figured I didn't, Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around. I just saw that rating this week like you did, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is actually, <laughs> I, I, like you, it just seemed like another one of those movies that I watched back in the 80s that nobody else saw, and no one else really talked about it.
0: And the one and thing, it, I and and just, to, just as a caveat to what you said, the one thing about Rotten Tomatoes is, is it is guilty of retconning more than any other, sight out yeah. there as far as the way movies were perceived when they came out versus how they're perceived now oh yeah it's a bad absolutely.
3: age for older movies it absolutely really so yeah i don't i i don't so I, uh, and I and i
0: i agree when you pick near dark i'm like that's a that's a great choice and then when i saw the ratings i was like what get the fuck out of here nobody <laughs> fucking did this movie was released in like 12 theaters exactly that's what <laughs> so a uh, well uh, uh, Thing is, all right,
2: well, as you can yeah. probably you know, even from like alien or aliens, like I'm like a big horror fan, probably more so than even so I'm
0: How I'm would we not fan. have him on in, in October? No. When we were no, doing Scaramental. I don't know. Someone fucked up.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, somebody we're
0: gonna, have you, on, we're gonna up. have you on next October when well, we do yeah, scaramental
1: again. Yeah, well, we're still whole, this, you're welcome to come on five times. <laughs> yeah, but no, this, <laughs>
2: This whole year has been Halloween, so it's redundant. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. You can yeah. come
0: back on and pick horror films whenever you feel like it. <laughs> I, I encourage it, in fact.
2: So, and I like vampire movies. And, they, they, you know, the distance between vampire movies being out back then was pretty wide. So, again, this is like Hassan was saying, like, you, like I started noticing actors. So I see three actors from Aliens, and they're in this vampire movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it was just like, oh, okay. It's, and you know you watch, and it's a it's a real good slow burn movie. It's just real dark, and it's about like isolation, and just you know, like you say, like this, this because the kid, like Caleb, he's mm-hmm. like this, like this, like cowpoke, and like he's really aggressive with this girl. hmm And then she just pulls the okie doke on him, <laughs> <laughs> and then turns him out, and has him out there fiending, and you know she can't keep up now. You know, it's just like the classic, you know, you get hooked up with somebody you shouldn't be with, you know, and their family is crazy. And then you got to, like, you know, run and gun or die with them. And, you know, it's it, it was just really a different type of movie because, like, looking at it now, like, the vampires were a lot like, you know, they had their version of the sun, but there was nothing supernatural about it. They didn't have fangs at all. They used knives and other weapons to kill with, And, you know, they were just, like, a bloodthirsty, like, band of, like, psycho killers. But they were like, a, like you say, a family, and the juxtaposition was that was, you know, Caleb's family was trying to get him back. It was just it, and I, I, the funny thing is watching this now, like seeing. I didn't even realize when it came out because so I definitely saw this on cable. It probably got overshadowed because the Lost Boys that came out right before that. Hmm. And I remember me and saw we saw that movie on on Fordham Road together. Remember?
3: Yeah, yeah. The Lost and, Boys. But, that was a.
2: But this was a party. Yeah, and this was like, but this was a flip because this was like a more a darker version of. Darker version of Lost Boys. That's saying a bit, but
3: <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: it was. It was. Yeah, it, it was. It is
3: darker though, it, because it's there's no because uh, at least the Lost Boys has like a supernatural element that kind of takes the edge off of the of the the reality of it, the, the horrific stuff. But this is just like. <laughs> this is just a bunch of serial killers cutting people up. Well, a, well,
0: well there's also the part that the Lost Boys is a piece of shit, and this movie is actually good. Well, see. Well, I, I, will, it, I do uh, not agree with that. <laughs>
2: that, see, that. That's the funny thing. The Lost Boys is so much more popular, is more yes. spoken of. Yep. I like this movie. No one's ever heard of it, and I'm always just kind of like, yeah, I told people about this, you know, Near Dark. Uh, uh, what? And I'm. And, 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 but it's a, I guess it treats the whole thing differently because, you know, it was like, you know, 87 that came out. 86, I'll be shot. But you know, the whole thing about like, you know, strangers and like, you know, exchanging a blood and, you know, there was like, you know, HIV had kind of hopped off then, you know, and that was the whole thing. It was like, you know, was treated like it was a disease and, you know, he got sick like immediately and he was walking around, it's looking all strung out and like, and that's when he had to go back to her and then he gets a chase behind him. And it's like, and then the blood that's like chasing an addiction, and he was just like, he couldn't do what he needed to do to survive, but the rest of them could. And that became the whole thing during the movie. He would never kill because he felt he couldn't. Which is something like, you even like The Lost Wars, but it came up with that. That's what came up with that, too. It's like, you know, you get into something that's you're over your head. And it's over a girl, too, which is... That's the, I mean, that's why I think that might not have resonated as much because oh, that did happen to Lost Boys, too, actually. I'm chasing a girl. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, Almost. Meet a strange girl out, out on the street at night. That's what will happen to you. Eating an ice cream cone. But, ah. but it is. They, just... I mean, they call that a honey trap. It, <laughs> that was a real honey trap. But, but it, it is just like you watch it now, and it's really well shot, and it's like it's like desolate, and like these little towns, and like oil fields, and truck stops, and it's like. Like that whole world of this like hitchhikers and road houses and, and they go on about how like, you know, Jesse's been around since the Civil War, and like him and um Bill Paxton allude to the fact they started the Chicago fire yeah, and it's just and that was those those are little things, it's kinda of like you're like, oh, and you know, and you're looking at them and you're like, yeah, it might be true, cause like and like and then again, Paxton and that, he was the he was a maniac. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who you say serial killer, he was probably crazy before they, cha- they turned him. Oh, yeah. Because he just seemed like he had switches that he would flip. And he had that jacket with the patches that you just knew. It was like, yeah, these are people he killed. Like, he kept <laughs> trophies. It was just... You know, Lance Hermes was more like, you know... He was like Lance Hermes' dog in that movie, basically. He would kind of let him off the leash. Uh, more like he'd never put
0: him on the leash, but yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah he, let, he let him run loose. But yeah, it was just... It, it's, it's just uh, a real good, subtle movie. And... It's a, it's a very much a postmodern vampire film in the fact that the word vampire is never uttered. Uh, most of the vampire tropes aren't even bothered to be mentioned, let alone dealt with in this film. If you notice, there's one shot early on. I'm sorry, not early on, about halfway through the film when, um, when Lance Hendrickson's gun, his, his holster is sitting there and you notice that the pommel of his gun has an inlaid cross on it. Yeah. You know, so it's clearly this is not this has nothing to do with the classic vampire ideals. Um, yes, obviously sunlight is detrimental to their health, but like you said, <laughs> there's no fangs, there's no garlic, there's no, you know, it's not a it's not a it's not a biblical thing, it's not a Christian thing. This is not a, a pure versus unpure thing. This is like like you said, it's very much an axiom for like bloodborne pathogen I think it's very much a, uh, an allegory for that. And I think you're probably right. I didn't really even think about it until you mentioned it. But being of that era, that makes a lot more sense, especially because, you know, the whole idea of, you know, when we get to the end and sorry, spoiler alert, but, you know, they managed to fix a couple of these people by giving them clean blood transfusions, yeah. you know, it was very much along the same lines where people thought, oh, we can just do that with, with, with uh, HIV patients and they'll be fine. Just give them some clean blood. Yeah. That's not how that works. but a nice thought early when we were talking before these guys come on, came on. I saw this film once when it came out in the theater before watching it this evening. And there's a line that I've been quoting from this film uh, my entire life. Uh, since, you know, since 1987 when it came out and that is, I hate it when they ain't shaved. And I've, and I've been, I've used that multiple times in multiple situations and most people don't know what it's from you know, I, you know, that's just a thing. I, I, I like this film. I've always liked this film. I, I just thought it was cool. It's, it's short. It's to the point. You said it was a slow burn. I think it's a clean film. I don't think there's a lot of wasted time or space, even though she does spend time giving you some very nice sort of these, 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 uh, these medium and long, long distance shots. Of sunrises and sunsets with silhouetted characters coming through them, or backlit fog and, and them coming up over a hill. Um, there's some very beautiful visual stuff in this, which you will see in her later stuff, or the, the scene of where two characters are together in a sequence and there's just no other sound going on, you know, except maybe one small, tiny little bit of background noise. But for the most part, it's just dead silent. And it's just getting, it gives you total focus on where they are in the moment. Um, This was her first solo directed film. Uh, She had done a co-directed film called The Loveless back in 1981, which was actually Willem Dafoe's first film, which I have not seen. I've been a fan of Catherine Bigelow's directing uh, ever since this film came out. I thought that she was uh, just a really cool director. And the fact that a few months after this film came out, she married James Cameron for a short period of time. And then when when he was when she was putting together the cast for this film or putting this film together, you know she was going to start casting, and Cameron, who had just wrapped filming on Aliens, was just like, "Why don't you just pull? You know, I've got this cast of people who are already used to working together. You want a family dynamic? I can give you a group of people who have just been working together for the past few months. You know, and that's how he got, uh, Henrikson." Jeanette Goldstein and Bill Paxton Michael Bean was asked uh to be in the film and uh and he declined to participate the Caleb role was apparently uh apparently Johnny Depp and D.B. Sweeney both auditioned for that role before it went to Adrian Pazdar. wow right That, that might make for a different film and uh Yeah, I I don't – there's not a lot to say about this. Uh, I I like this movie. I have always liked this movie, and watching it again after 30-some years uh, after seeing it the first time, uh, nothing's changed. I I liked it as as much as I remember liking it the first time. Uh, I think it's held up well. It does – I mean, it feels – don't get me wrong. It's very 80s. It's definitely 80s when the Tangerine Dream soundtrack – it's it's got that vibe there there's some there's some parts in it which are like very you know uh, point break but you know which of course she would go on to direct but uh yeah beyond that, I still very much enjoyed the movie Lay well
1: <laughs> i only i just like Steve I saw it once uh not even in the theater, just once on video uh after it came out on video whenever that was, and then I watched it. Uh, today, and I had not given it a good rating when I originally saw it, <laughs> and then I watched it today, and uh, I'm not going to change my rating. I- I'm not a fan of this film. Uh, okay, what was your original rating? Two and a half. I think. Okay. I-, I I like how it's set up. I like the dirtiness, the grittiness of it. The bar scenes great. Uh all the acting's fine. I, I, I just I don't think vampires are very interesting characters. I I've never thought they are. And then you take away a lot of the aspects of the vampire mystique, you know, and you know, you guys liked it because it was slimmed down. I, I thought it made it more of a boring film. I mean, I I really just you've got these guys and, and what do we got here? We got a guy who falls in love with a girl and then they go around and kill people. And then they, she, he saves her at the end. And that's it. I think the second half of the movie really, despite her direction, which is good throughout and consistent throughout Bigelow's direction. I, I just didn't care. I didn't care about any character in this movie. I didn't care about, you know, the bad guys being bad. I, I don't know. I, I thought that scene in the hotel room was handled terribly how they all get away. And I, I, that just bothered me. I, I, and, and with their ruthlessness up to that point, and then he gets the band and gets them out of there. And then they're like, wow, you, you bought yourself some more time and here's my spur. And let's all bond for five minutes in this hotel room. Then they switch completely back and then they, they let them get out of that hotel room. And that it just, that's where, that's where the movie lost me. I didn't care about anything after that. I thought the blood transfusion stuff was stupid. <laughs> I mean, just dumb. Just dumb. And, you know, it, it's basically a slice of life film of, these, of this little vampire group. And I'm not a big fan of slice of life films unless they're really interesting by way of dialogue or by what's going on in their lives. And what you got here is just...
0: How do you consider this a slice of life film when most of the characters die?
1: Well, it's this—it's this dynamic of you know we're just catching them at this moment. I guess I guess you could call it a slice of end of life film, uh-huh. but it—it it, <laughs> it just it, it it felt like we were we were coming into the story of this wow. group of people, and there were more interesting stories at other times along their timeline. But we we've been relegated to this to the ascending end. and okay. I just, it, it never grabbed me. It never, uh, you know,
0: what's her name? Uh, Jenny Wright is fine, but she seems, she's always seemed anything she does. She's always, she, any of the roles she ever had back at that period. And, I, and that's, that's too bad that she didn't really latch on and do more films, but I always felt that she came across as vaguely feral, like never really yes. like a fully domesticated actress.
1: Like, I iMadMan, she was in that, and she's one of the best Yeah, she, she's
0: an outdoor cat,
1: man. Uh, I don't – she just didn't. yeah, that's,
0: that's a great way to <laughs> put it. I mean, you know, no one I – mean, Don't get me wrong. I like her. I think she's great, but I, and I'm sorry that she, you know, didn't really do more stuff. But uh, I just I, – you know, I was just got a, kind of that sense out of her. And, you know, very much like Sherilyn Fenn. You know, it's not unlike Sherilyn Fenn to an extent. There's something about Sherilyn Fenn that you always just sort of have this question about and not just because of Twin Peaks. It's like you watch her in anything yeah. and you sort of feel like she could go either way at any moment. You know, you like you you don't know now in, in person. She's very sweet, but that's, you know, not obviously the person how she comes across on screen. And one of the other things that I forgot to bring up is, again, like uh, Raheem said about the fact that this came out the same year as Lost Boys. Uh, my distaste for Lost Boys is uh, well-documented. I'm not going to go deeply into it here. I think it's hideously overrated. It's, it's, it's not good. But again, I, I know that it's very much beloved, uh, especially really? in in pop culture, oh. in the horror feel, in the horror genre. And There's this incredible amount of love for that film. And I and I think that it's I think personally I think it's undeserved. Leigh, you all were you all done? Yeah, I, I don't I don't have
1: anything else. I just I I was hoping to like it more on a second viewing, and it sure, sure. it just did it, it just didn't do anything for me. And I think it, it, in in Catherine Bigelow's canon, it, you know, I think her problem with her movies which some I like, and but I never loved a movie of hers until Zero Dark Thirty. So everything up until that point, I always thought her movies were. Half hour, forty five minutes too long, especially Point Break and Strange Days and uh, Hurt Locker too. Hurt Locker, yeah. I mean, it's a good movie, but I I thought it was too long. But but this is this this is amazingly a, basically an hour and a half movie, and I still felt like it was too long while I was watching. So, um, it's uh, not my cup of tea, and uh, I'll leave it at that. I guess
3: very good, Hassan. Wow, thoughts. You kind of muddied the water a little bit. Yeah,
1: well, put nah. on your swim trunks and jump in.
3: <laughs> I didn't like the movie when I first saw it. Uh, I went with, uh, I think I think I went with my mother's boyfriend um, to see it. He took me to think Oscar. He took me to go see it and I thought it <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is bad. I thought it was going to be like The Lost Boys and it really wasn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: Much less yeah, funny. And, um,
3: <laughs> no like I like I had said about before about the Thank the God. the Lost Boys, it takes the it takes a horrific edge off because people are flying. Yeah, and there is some there's a lot of jokes, there's a lot of humor. But watching a whole bunch of people take knives to people's necks and throats and stuff and start drinking <laughs> drinking their blood out of uh you know beer mugs. That's a that's a whole experience I didn't I didn't bargain for when I went to see that the first time I saw it a couple of years later, Me. and I liked it better. I was older and i I knew what I was in for, mm. so i actually i I deliberately set out to watch the film, so there was no expectation problem, and I liked it a lot better that time and then of course uh you know i don 't know maybe that was fifteen years ago or something like that, so now I watched it again yesterday there's a, yeah there's it 's very eighties movie you uh, some of the stuff in there you would not find in movies today, and most of it has to do with Caleb. You know, like Caleb just acts badly in the beginning of that yeah. film. So I mean. you pick with, up the uh, girl, with, and, you know, with uh, what, what's her name? What's her character's name? May. Yeah,
0: May, May gets this come on. Oh, no,
3: yeah, I mean he pays for it, but I mean it's if you're thinking <clears> about you, you want to be sympathetic to this kid, and you know he's he's pretty gropy <laughs> in the in We're the gropey. beginning. <laughs> And he, he also like, I don't know, from a supernatural level, he incubates into vampire really quickly. I mean, that shit just takes hold. Like he's, he is a, he is a different creature the moment she bites him almost because he's having a hard time getting home, you know, like just maybe an hour yep. later. It's true. It's a, there's, there's a lot of allegory. Is it, there's a ton, there's a shit ton of allegory. Um, and uh i i thought the homer the homer thing was hard to 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 deal with um I'm not a horror fan, but i am a very i'm a big fan of the vampire genre and uh and Rahim and I have discussed this many times. It's bad when you make kids into vampires <laughs> they yeah. they turn yeah. into uh, but i think, it 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 it's just bad and homer was uh,
2: but i think that was one of the worst sounds on film when they actually did that Like...
3: Yeah, because that was before that was that was before Interview with a Vampire, and before Forever Night, which was probably one of the worst examples of what happens when you do that. Oh Lydia. yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, Laddie in um, in Lost Boys was only half vampire because they were able to they did that genre shit, so he wasn't.
2: Crazy yeah, like he wasn't, was.
3: <laughs> He wasn't. Oh, yeah. Homer was like serious pedophile. I mean, when. If if you look at it just um, on his face, he's a kid. He goes after Caleb's sister because she's a kid, right? So, okay, there's a lot of predatory stalkerish kind of shit going on with that. But they went out of their way in an earlier scene for Homer to say, "I'm a I'm an old man stuck in a young in a in a in a child's body." So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is not good. <laughs> I mean.
0: And the and the fact that he turned yeah. May yeah. hoping clearly for something to go and on it, there. And it didn't.
3: And then, you know, so now he's jealous. Yeah, cause they, cause he's jealous of uh, Caleb through the whole thing, but that's but it's very undertone, you know, it's it's very on the low. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I get I get that Severin was uh the scarier one. But I I don't know, man. Ever since I... even all the way back to the first time I saw that movie, fucking Lance Hendrickson put the fear of God into me. Like, I, <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, yeah. I, he's the one I don't fuck with. I would, I, I'd give Severin the finger, you know, but I would not fuck with Lance Henderson. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> just got that cool, like, calm, like, don't even have to be angry at you to threaten you, you know, kind of thing. Right, right. It's the a yeah. quiet guy. And, uh, what's in Diamondback, uh, uh, just, just a, you know, plain, simple psychopath, you know, like the way she told the kids to run at the end. Like just run, you know, like she was you know, she was helping them. And then she's, and all the while she's winking at uh, Lance Hendrickson. You know, at the, yeah. you know, some good creepy shit. The bar scene Oh yeah, she's she's no stranger to doing no, somebody dirty. No, like. clearly. The bar scene is uh, it's the high point of the movie. It's it's the most talked about point of the movie, but it's it's just a yeah. it's just a, a gore fest. It's not as to me it wasn't as interesting as the hotel scene where they were kind of, you know, like it's, it's a contrivance of the film that they would put themselves in that position because you would think that they would be a little smarter than that. I know they were the, they were at a moment of desperation because the sun was coming up. It just, it just kind of, I don't know. I think if I was telling that story, I would have taken that opportunity to share the intricacies of what, of, of what their lifestyle was when they were, were caught in the bind. They were they, certain contingencies they would take to make sure that they wouldn't get caught like that surrounded by a whole bunch of state troopers in the middle of the day. But it was a good scene. It's a, it's a a solid scene. I like this movie. It's a, it's a strange movie. So that's my reaction to that. Very much so. And, and over the years I've developed a, a really big, uh, respect and affinity for the, the actors in the film. I like all of them. Maybe with the exception of the kid who plays Caleb, because he always just kind of creeped me out, even even in class of 1999. <laughs> he would think he right. was always a little creepy.
2: Maybe he wasn't acting. No,
3: that's, that's the thing. He, if you watch both those movies back to back, he is not acting. That is
2: literally... I do remember, I I, do remember that movie, that you because like, that was around that same time, a little bit before that. that, was, that yeah, pattern, that right? was the
3: main kid's uh, uh, younger brother. Right. And he got, I forgot uh, how he got killed by a, got killed by a robot or something like that. It wasn't weird. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. If you look at it as a piece of art, like as a piece of alternative fiction to the, to the tropes of the day, like something that's uh, that defies a vampire trope that is trying to, it's trying to do, it's put an edge on the vampire story so that it doesn't get stale. I mean, cause if I think if they were in the bar with Fangs, And floating around, and you know, talking all kinds of you know nineteen you know nineteen twenties you know jargon or something like that. Some some out of time shit. I I think it would have been much more schlock than than horror. So if you if you look at it for like wow, like if vampires were real, they would all be these vicious like serial killers. They would all look like this, you know. It would all be this this kind of stuff. It's a it's a heavier allegory i i i do kind of i don't agree with you or steve about lost boys because i i really love that movie but i do
0: agree That's fun i know i'm in the minority there believe me i've dealt with it for a long time yeah you're
3: and you're just plain wrong about that this all but um
0: i do think that i
3: i do think that the the conceit (laughs) of the problem with vampire stories or stories like this is that there's no way you would be able to operate like this even if you were moving across country, like not in not even not in the eighties, definitely not now, but even in the eighties. There's no way that you would be able to be that prolific in not every night. Because they, they, do, they the the impl, implication is they were well, doing it every feet. night, you know? Yeah. You couldn't do it every night. You right. could just like every other vampire story. No, somebody
0: would be tracking them
3: just yeah, by the vibe. At that, every, by that point, every vampire not story insane. I've ever seen, where the where you know, like even the interview with a vampire, where you know, uh, uh, Louis like he killed one or two people per night. You know, okay, that was 1870. Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah Louisiana. Maybe no one's keeping track of that stuff. But you cannot, no, you weren't. cannot murder someone every night and not get noticed. You know, and the whole idea of it's antithetical to the whole. Concept of the v-
0: this sounds like a challenge. No, no, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, uh,
3: yeah no let the record show. I'm talking about movies. Movie because, killers, not real. Of all the murders Thanks. I've committed, no one's caught me on so far. Oops. The it, Civil War, too, or whatever the fuck. However old they are, I mean, come on. Well, that's, that's what I'm true. saying, and and well, he's from yeah, he's from every the civil every war. story where the, where supposedly you know like it's it's a it's a strange contradiction. Because the the hallmark of the vampire is the secrecy so that they could go into their they can go into hiding during the day and not be found out and nobody's looking around for them and they don't want anybody to know how old they are or whatever and they're trying to pass for human. But yet they murder someone every night, which would do nothing but attract attention to, to you know It almost doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. Well, I I, I, well, I <laughs> see where you're going, Latham. <laughs> No, I I'll, ain't going anywhere. I'll, I'll get there first I
2: promise. You
3: go. <laughs> but I mean it doesn't who cares about I'm not I'm not uh, holding the 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 movie uh responsible for the implausibility of it. I mean there, it's a movie about vampires. I, so, I know. I I get you. I get you. <laughs> but uh I I did I I liked it the second time I saw it and I liked it again when I watched it this time. I take it for what it is. I respect that it's not um lost boys actually this time out you know i instead of wanting it to be very much like lost boys i respect it it's just a completely different vampire i do acknowledge it's a, a weird phenomenon where that movie just kind of is is, is almost unregarded you know as 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 yeah. high as it is on rotten tomatoes it's it's nobody talks about it like i never when you mention it i'm like near dark Ugh. Got to have a low
1: volume if it's got such a high rating. There's no way that movie's got so many watches. But, Rot-
2: but Rotten Tomatoes is not real. I don't go by that. People bring up Rotten Tomatoes, and it'll be something that has like 100 on there, and three people <laughs> saw it, and some other movies which are crap, because 5,000 people saw it, and 4,000 robots. I'm like, yeah, okay, I really feel
1: I, I agree. I, I don't. But, I never go by. That. I,
2: yeah, that, that that's not even an issue. But I mean. Like, this why, but this movie is a guilty pleasure because it's not great. The ending is just abrupt. You know, it's like a TV movie. I was going to, plausi- yeah. but the plausibility of it's just you say, well, it, well they're vampires. Okay, that's not real. That's you, you're, that's plausible not ability. But you figure that was 86. There were people who got away with killing people damn near every day for a lot of years going from the 70s up. So, as an allegory for, yeah, serial killers and like, you know, the I 95 killer, Lido Beach killer, you know, that still goes on. So, as a thing of, well, it couldn't happen.
3: I I I know I I'm that, that
2: it, it's ridiculous yes but
1: I'm not they were out in the middle of nowhere they're out in the middle of the you know the
2: Texas and Oklahoma not,
3: I know I'm not saying this movie I'm saying that I the the the, the narrative of vampires in general like like say uh, um, Dust Till Dawn like eventually someone's gonna go to you know okay there's a lot of dudes missing and they're all missing after they go to this bar, you know, this, there's, 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 I mean, eventually the living is going to take notice that there's a, there's a, uh, there's a high volume of, you know, of activity over here, you know,
2: people, yeah, yeah. And that is the, that is the conceit of the vampire, like the serial killer. Eventually you are going to get caught. I know. Okay. Eventually. All right, You're going to run out of room for the bodies. And that's the, and that's why that's the whole thing. People might not find it interesting, but that's the thing. They chase it because they have to. It doesn't make any sense. At least they don't go in the dark and in, in the daylight in this one
3: though. <laughs> oh, Good point. Uh, is, that a, yeah. is that a Twilight dig?
2: <laughs> yeah. Since that became so, tr- that that stuff is great though. That all makes sense.
3: Oh no! Oh, no, want to hold, no
2: hold on now.
3: I'm not talking about what makes sense and what doesn't uh, make sense. I just said. I, I said it's implausible. Uh, I, we're talking about. Yeah, that, I'm not, I just said it's implausible that <laughs> that you could murder someone every night. Not, but not impossible in Texas. If you're doing it since, <laughs> if you're doing it since 1865, yeah, I think it's a little implausible, you know. And then you're you're murdering someone every time you you steal a. I mean. They did steal that car. They didn't. They didn't kill anybody for the car. The second car. Nobody knows what happened to the people in the Winnebago, though. You know, when that, they got that freaking right. mobile home, right.
0: or how long they'd had it.
3: Yeah. So I don't know. There's, there's a weird. It's the, it's the. Um, we're going we're going from. If they're supposed to have been doing this for a couple of hundred years. And then the, the the narrative of the movie is that we get to this point where supposedly they just all fuck up, you know, for no for no other reason than it's time for the right. movie to end, you know? Right. So they just start to make they just start to make blatant mistakes even though they're hundreds that, of years old.
0: That perfect storm happens yeah. while we're watching it. While we're watching it.
3: So yes. so Caleb so so suddenly Homer becomes infatuated with a little girl and then allows himself to burn to death on a road, you know? And for some reason, Lance Hendrickson and, 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 uh, and Jeanette Goldstein just decide to let themselves explode yeah. in the car. And you're like, what, what, you know, like this is not, you know, it just, it just seems. It ran out of script. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's not, this is not the only, it's <laughs> not the only movie that does that. A lot of times oh, no. people of just, of course, Characters, I mean, even in Lost Boys, they start acting stupid to the point where they all get themselves killed, you know? So.
0: Spoiler alert.
3: <laughs> At least you haven't fucking figured it out yet.
0: Literally. Yeah, they're vampires. They're not going to live the through the, the film.
3: All right. <laughs> the, vampires, the vampires don't get to live through the film. It just doesn't work. Um, let the right one in. <clears throat> huh? Let the, I'll right. let the right one in. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah, well, okay, that's different. <laughs> that's, that's way different. That's, that's different because I mean, it actually does. the book play. is way, way different.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's a little bit, all best right. Vampire so. film ever. Anyway, yeah, yep. That's right. That's right. I said it. What? What you Best say? vampire, best vampire film ever. <laughs> okay. The Lost <laughs>
3: Boys.
1: Let the right one in. Yeah, the Lost Boys. I'm letting it in
0: yeah let the right win in. i am the lost boys let, let the right one in wow. who's up first what about let me in let me in is a great movie isn't isn't that
3: one of the best interpretations of a of a
0: swedish horror movie you've ever seen if, the, if there if there had to be a, an american remake of that film uh matt reeves did a very nice job like it, like it. <laughs> that's like very it, diplomatic it, it, of you steve have to <laughs> well, the it's, bo- it's fine it's a it's a it, it's as good a remake of the original as the new poltergeist is of the original poltergeist oh I even, i've never even seen the, the new poltergeist I, so i don't I, even know, I, know if that's a joke or not it's not a joke the new poltergeist is not a bad film oh okay, it's, it's just unnecessary just how i feel that like this recall american remake of let the right one is and is unnecessary but it's a very good film Oh, also, like let the first, why, why would you the change
3: the title from "Let the Right One In" to "Let Me In"? Because it's just exactly. completely different.
0: Uh... Let Let Me In instantly just makes me think of the kid outside the window in Salem's Lot.
2: You know what it is, though. I think because wasn't wasn't "Let the Right One In"? That was a song lyric, and I don't. There might have been some thing with that because that was a song, wasn't it? That's a song from some band. Um,
3: that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I do it not. is. I
2: remember because because well, I I mean I, I had the misfortune of reading the book which they couldn't have shot that book horse or any. That, that would have just been, everyone would have been in jail. Everyone went to go see it. Everyone involved. <laughs> you in jail. You're in you, you, ever, <laughs> you, you mean, if they'd, really the gone, you
0: you mean if they'd really gone into the depths of the story that the book goes yeah. into? Yeah. That would have,
2: you would have been on a watch list if you saw that movie. <laughs> I read, remember I told you I read that book? I was like, Oh.
3: Yeah. I read the book. I know. I know what you're talking about. It's uh, a. Yeah. Uh, that's
0: right. Like, Oh, that's not. And then they do kind of allude to it that in the in do, the movie, but that but that's why also that that the actress that they chose for that role in that is so perfect. And that scene where she's like yelling at that guy is so creepy. You know, it's so, so creepy. Awesome.
2: <laughs> I should have picked that, but people don't usually like to watch <laughs> that because you no, know, people don't like those movies because oh
0: well, the dubbing. I'm like oh well, here we go. Just fucking read it and suck it up. You. Fucking waste oid. Anyway, yeah. oh, Steve. I think we all I think we all know where we stand okay. on near dark.
2: Well, Steve, you gotta print that shirt up, what you just said though. Print that shirt up and sell it. What's what? It. suck it up and read the subtitles.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> the yeah. just... oh well, people suck it up that's... and just suck it up yeah. and read. Yeah,
2: learn learn people say that to me, Oh, I don't I don't want to read this subs and I'm like, okay, you know what? You don't read books.
0: Hey, all right, now I know. And then you know what? Just don't watch a bunch of the greatest films ever made. Fine. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah silent films. I'm like, what do, you, what do you think people did back in the day?
0: Yeah, right? Turn the sound off, dummy. It looks like it's uh, time for us to take a little trip. Yourself, that is Ryan. to Raheem's house to have some pizza, right, Raheem? Nope. We're going down the tubes.
3: And again, the internet
0: is not something that you just dump something on. It's not a big truck. It's, it's a series of tubes. <laughs> Let's... Uh... <laughs> Let's why don't we just uh slip right on over into the near dark posters. Yeah, these are not Yeah, that's a horrible tagline. God is that bad. I... Which which part? The pray for daylight or they can only kill you once but they can terrify you forever? Both. Okay. Yeah, that's not. Pray for daylight wouldn't be bad, but that this poster bothered me.
1: Like when I saw it, I was just like I, I didn't ma- did not make me want to see the movie. I was just like who is this fucking guy, and what you know? What's
2: the problem here? Clearly there's a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's, he's full he's of in bad shape. <laughs> apparently,
0: uh, during filming, uh, Paxton and uh, Hendrickson would go out in makeup, in costume, and go for drives off set in the area where they were. And apparently, they went out and they got pulled over one time and the cop got so unnerved by the two of them in the car that he eventually just kind of backed away from the car a little bit and eventually let them go without giving them a ticket just to get them on their way.
1: Oh, that's funny.
2: Oh. Wow. That's That's, a better that's, story than the that's movie. what you
0: call a bad cop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't lose their point though. Well, you might you might be able to get gonna, you might be able to get away with something a little bit longer if they let you do that kind of thing. Don't uh, <laughs> yeah. march away. I don't want to be involved. All
0: right. So next is the uh is the more well-known uh DVD art. Yeah. Or DVD cover, I should say. It's not really art. At um, dawn a, they hide, at dusk they wake, at night they search for blood, pray for daylight. Wow.
3: Why did you do not try there?
0: Hey, wow. you know what? And you know what? None of us brought up about this movie when we were discussing it was the fact that Tim Thomerson had that great, really low key role yeah. of the dad, and he was just he was an anchor in this. I mean, really. So yeah, I mentioned. Just... I I
3: talked to him, but then but I I was tongue in cheek about it. I said it was all this stuff and Tim Thomerson. Oh, that okay. was all I said about it. But um, but yeah, I don't know how he. I stumbled on the transfusion thing but so like vet- it seems right. like the, it seems like these weren't the first vampires tim thompson dealt well with. no
2: you remember what it was he was like a
0: veterinarian on that ranch they had and he had like a right and that- actually adrian pazdar brings up the 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 uh transfusion, transfusion. Thing. yeah because he's in the back of the truck and he's like looking at all the gear and he's like have you ever done a transfusion um so next is the italian poster which is actually quite good It's Italian.
3: I mean, it has nothing to do with the film, but
0: yeah. Yeah, well.
2: (laughs) It's Iron Maiden cover. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Hey, what is this band playing? (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys.
0: Uh, Next is the UK Quad. Mm -hmm. I I, I love that they connect this film with Golden Child (laughs) and Golden Child and Witness. I'm trying. Okay. Well, from the
2: producers, though. Okay.
3: Blood is our yeah. life, darkness our feeding ground, and the sunlight
0: our eternal damnation. That's a little better. And the, a little. It's actually a, it's a nicer, more abstract image than the uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah. I just got hit yeah. by a semi. And, <laughs> and stood on fire. Yeah. Uh, next is the German poster. None of these people in this movie. <laughs> which, yeah, that's 100% correct. <laughs> But it does—it does give you a sense of the the sort of mild eroticism that the film was trying to also push across. Yeah, that was uh, at times. And uh, they were also very happy that Tangerine Dream was involved. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want to
2: see it again. What's this music video about? It's very long. So,
0: so this next poster, which is a which I never saw this one, but it's a U.S. release poster. Uh, I. I don't I, I can't figure out who who put this poster together and if they actually saw this film or not. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Because because wrote Hot Hungry Kiss uh definitely did not see this film. Okay? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, I just uh I I don't yes. I don't get this, this one. Not th- awful. <laughs> It's god awful. <laughs> well, no. You... Well, this is a very '80s poster. It just—I don't understand how it fits this movie. It doesn't '80s what pornography? Yeah, <laughs> it's a—it's
3: a, it's a movie poster. Yeah. yeah, it certainly is. They just repurposed it. It damn
2: sure you is. Made your brains somebody, What is this? What the movie? Why is your blood in your mouth? I don't know. What? I
3: don't know. I'm just getting. I'm just here to get money, man. <laughs> just pay yeah. me. <laughs> so uh, our
0: first artist poster is by Christopher Cox. Although I don't know why Rutger Hauer is at the top. Yeah, yeah, he was in this.
3: That's Lance. You can kind of see it's Lance Henderson, no, yeah. but it does it
0: does look like Rutger Hauer. It looks a, a lot. little more Rutger Howery.
3: Yeah, uh, likenesses aren't that great.
0: He
2: could have been in this movie, so uh, you never know. That's very true. That's not Rutger Hauer again. The guy probably didn't see the movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, next is uh, Christopher Lavelle. A No better.
2: Good combination, yep. I like the color.
0: Need some credits, but yeah. Here's Homer. Still looking, <laughs> still looking creepy and pasty and shifty. Yep. Yeah. Next is Devin Whitehead. Unfortunate name. It's this is a, this, trying, this is a nice Hot Topic poster.
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. That's perfect.
1: Uh,
0: hey, Devin, next is why, a... Why
3: are they posing for the camera while they're on fire? This
0: is a, a <laughs> nice minimalist poster of uh, Near Dark. Yeah, that's like by the by, heads of state. I don't like it. That's fine. I like it. Yeah, I like it's, the design. It's not of it. bad. Yeah, I don't. Like it. Uh, next is a poster by James Ream Davis. A lot going on. I'll see. What he, he
2: probably used the um, sketch thing on full, but but I'm. Um, it's a nitpick, I <laughs> guess. But is that a Desert Eagle. Yep. A, yeah. That's
0: the gun he uses in the film. Yeah. Uh, next is uh a poster by Ralph Krauss. Uh, I mean, it's like a romance novel. At least they
3: stuck to just pray for daylight. They kept it.
2: Yeah. Short and sweet. That's a real. Oh, this is this is like a Miami Vice Michael Mann poster, neon and the yeah. Yeah. One. Yep.
0: Pray for daylight. Day yeah. Oh. he's German, what do you want oh, okay <laughs> uh, and finally an uh, we that. have a poster by unknown, which I really like no. I don't like the font and and i I would argue that the tagline actually works better with this image,
2: yeah, the image is good like the font though it, mm, I would want know the font oh on the the title yeah,
3: yeah, that's not good and
1: no. the yellow is just tagline doesn't make any sense so. Uh, that's it for near dark posters, listeners. And uh, if you're not able to see them, it's all right, you know. <laughs> on <gonna> the <be> okay. <laughs> website, right? That's
0: exactly right. In website, while they're listening to the show, they can look at them on the website. Oh, yeah, I was just trying to save them some time and uh, effort. But that's awful, kind of you. Great, Killing the, uh, that no. does Killing that the does bit. great things. That does great things for views of the web page. Jerk.
3: Okay, well,
1: <laughs> we it out time,
3: so I don't give a fuck. Oh boy, Midnight <laughs> Latham. Let the Midnight Latham. I just shine the light on. Sign me. Light on me. <laughs> so, so is another And, they, and he, even that movie even made Tom Arnold likable. Which movie? Oh,
0: Through lies. lies. And but oh yeah, Eliza Dushku in a very early role.
3: Yeah, holy shit! Before the she daughter. was Eliza Dushku, and, and also, also right.
0: another, another good <laughs> before she was Faith.
2: Another good cameo by Bill Paxton. That's guy. true. That's true.
3: Poor Bill Paxton.
2: He, oh god! Oh, I pissed myself.
3: <laughs> it's horrible. I watched the movie The Circle with uh, Tom Hanks. No, no. Yeah, Hermione was in it.
1: Was Tom Thanks Hanks to in it? By Egg, uh, Robert Eggers, the book? That's
3: I don't know. I think Tom um, Hanks
0: was in it, I thought Tom Hanks was the main guy, wasn't he? Yeah.
3: I don't remember.
0: Yeah. yeah he was just uh Okay. Anywho, you watched it and
3: Both her parents are dead. Bill Paxton. Oh. Her parents in that movie Bill Paxton and um oh, what was her name? The woman who who made uh She was uh, Tess Trueheart in the Dick Tracy movie. Donna? No. (laughs) Oh, uh, Glenn Headley. Yeah, Glenn Headley. They both died very soon after that film was made. Um, And it just—it was one of those things where you're watching it and both of them are in. And Bill Paxton doesn't look good in that movie at all. He looks terrible. Now, I think he was supposed to be sick. So, um, I think, which is the catalyst for why... Hermione was in the in the bind that she was in in the film, but you know, it it, Just it was calling her Hermione. I'm gonna call her Hermione forever. But it didn't. Rob Poor Star. Emma Watson. Rob Stark, huh? Hermione. Yeah, well, yeah, that wasn't me. It was him calling Rob Stark. He called him Rob Snow first. Whatever. Whatever.
2: What what British <laughs> actor from Game of Hogwarts. You're from
3: Game Game of. Hogwarts, right? That's in Game of Thrones, right? I don't. Yeah, Game of Game of Thrones. There you go. Be... Okay. Hey, he was he
0: was fucking fantastic in that uh, that one season British bodyguard uh, TV show. I didn't see that. Richard Madden. You want to see Richard Madden
3: do some fucking crazy acting? Watch him at the last five minutes of uh of 1917. That's most some of the most amazing things I've ever seen. His he just he makes a fa- he goes his face goes from a transition and it's. And according to Menzies, that was his first take. So, I mean, not to give it away, so you have to watch it. But when you see it, you'll know, like, holy shit. <laughs> he's only in that movie for,
0: he's only in the movie literally for seven minutes, maybe. Just about everybody else. Yeah, so the TV show was actually called Bodyguard, yes. But it's a, a British TV series that ran for, what, looks, looks like, what, six episodes? I thought it was more than that, but anyway, it's it's absolutely. If you run it down and find it, it's really, really good. It's on Netflix. I'm really... Uh I don't know. Oh, uh, never mind.
2: I'm not going to say it out loud. But Mm-mm. what? There's a lot of Netflix out there.
3: Ah uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, it can be found. Yeah. All right. Oh. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Richard Madden was probably in the best episode of. Uh, Electric Dreams, the uh, Philip K. Dick. Yeah, which uh, miniseries? Okay. I saw
2: that, but that seems like it was five years ago because this year has been ten years. It was long. a long time ago. Yeah. Three it was
3: years a while ago, ago.
0: twenty seventeen.
3: I watched. He's it. in that best episode. I forgot which the, the 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 telepath episode. I forgot the name of it.
0: The Hoodmaker.
3: The Hoodmaker. Yep, that's it. Oh, oh I read that story yeah.
0: too. i yeah, to watch that again Actually, watch
2: the other backlog stuff I haven't watched yet. <laughs> Put that on the list of things that I haven't even getting out of hand with yet. There's like second season. <laughs> second of things I didn't know came back on. I'm like, what
0: the hell? <laughs> oh, I didn't know he he play. He's Icarus in the Eternals movie. Okay, they're still doing that. The Mar the, the Marvel film. Yeah, this do- the Eternals. Yeah, oh,
3: I didn't watch it.
1: He's I- You're I- one of the nine people that watch it. It hasn't come out no. yet,
0: retard's.
3: That's oh, why I haven't gonna, watched well,
1: it. Not, my bad.
3: I just That's didn't what? know.
0: I I, I, I conf- excuse I me. Didn't I didn't know he was it with,
3: I confused it with the. Uh, Inhuman,
0: yeah? Well, well, oh. John Snow is going to be Black Knight, right? Really? Mm-hmm. Where are they bringing Black Knight in? Yeah, that, well, I don't know.
3: They're running out. They're running out of people. Where's Tiger at? And someone, oh, someone, someone just got uh, cast as Moon Knight. Um, what um, um, what you call it? Oh yeah, Oscar uh, Isaac. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac, yeah. Mm. And then yeah, Jon Snow's gonna be uh, Black Knight, I think, in the, the Eternals. I think. All right, so now I gotta look up fucking So his Richard name? Madden and uh what's his and name?
2: John Kit Snow Kit gonna Kit be Harrington. Kit Harrington. See, I'd be I'd be the laziest producer ever. He's give me everyone from Game of Thrones. So just bring them all over here. Put them on, <laughs> yeah, put them bring on him over here. here.
0: Oh, he is in the Eternals as a character named Dane Whitman. That's Black Knight. That's Black Knight. There you go. It's a shame I remember that from Marvel Universe. I should never collect any of those
2: <laughs> comics, but why is it a shame? All you had to do was get that, and you knew everybody was like, I don't I never read one of these, but I, yeah. I know
0: who that is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, I know who you are. I know who you are. Yeah. Wow. His first role was the Silent Hill sequel. Kid Harrington? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I had no I mean, I knew he was in that. I just didn't know that that was his. His first role, I would never have guessed. He's that. married
3: to to Leslie. Uh, what's her name? Oh, Dunn. yeah, from Honeymoon. Yeah, there's something a like Robin. Robin Leslie, or something like something like that. She has Rose two Leslie. first names: Rose Leslie.
0: She has two first names. There's a Raheem. Have you seen that? Have you seen Honeymoon? No. You you take a, take a gander at that when you get a chance. Okay. It's got. Uh, it's it's stars. Uh, Rose Leslie as and a and her husband and their on their honeymoon in this cabin in the woods and. Shit goes it's fucking, always, goes fucking sideways. It, that's always when it happens. Cabins in the woods. You, you, it's always you, a bad idea.
3: You've seen it, Hassan? <laughs> nope. But that's always where <laughs> it's always where yeah. it goes wrong. Yeah. We're gonna stay in the cabin a cabin in the woods. And now a, you are. I'm gonna be in town in the Marriott. It's a yeah. it's yeah.
0: a solid dark little movie, man. And it gets it gets What's on the name of that one? Honeymoon. That sounds like that movie, movie um they gets on gets uncomfortable to watch at some points. Wow. What's the movie? What called you... They. I think um, Fashion
2: Men was in it. It's like, like they shot in Ukraine or something. It's like these creepy kids. They. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: them, yeah. Something. Whatever. Yeah. I think I have. Yeah. I have it around here somewhere. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, French. The French name was Eels. I L right. Yeah. It's called it's called them. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you guys can have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> you guys can have it. What? Yeah, you don't want it. I watched the true crime for some reason, not nearly as deserving as the <laughs> the imaginative ones.
2: Very Ra- weird, Raheem. You have Shudder? No, I should. I, is it worth? Is it worth it? Because I always see stuff on there, and I'm like, mm, this looks like it's up my. There's head. a lot
0: of schlock on there, but if you're a horror guy, it's it's definitely one to get. I mean, it, honestly, if you if you put your if you put your foot down and you and you just did it for like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Their catalog isn't so deep that you couldn't hit all the high points in a couple of months, uh, like each year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, like they're doing, they're doing a of lot it. of exclusive stuff and and crap like that, but there's no reason why you couldn't just go, all right, I'm going to get shuttered for a couple of months and then watch everything, kind of catch up on all the stuff that's going on, the mm-hmm. new stuff that you might've heard of mm-hmm. and then kick it loose and then come back to it in like a year and be like oh there's a whole there's enough new stuff to, w- to warrant watching it for a couple i'm like months. what
2: you do, what you do what people do it hbo now a lot yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Going
0: to wait till some- all the episodes of something comes out so they can just jump on and binge it or whatever yeah which is uh
2: you know hey whatever works you know like I, said, I-, I work a weird shift so like i'm not gonna be around like doing regular watching hours or anything anyway so i'll come home and watch stuff in the morning what's and- that what's
0: regular watching hours
2: yeah i'm 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 no such thing anymore yeah 10 to 6, and I get home and I'm watching stuff in the middle of the day. Like, oh, that's why I try to go to sleep. After right. Watching crazy horror movies. And <laughs> then I wake up and go to a horror movie. Uh, yeah, that's right. It'll be okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, and obviously, uh, Hassan and, and Rahim can both attest to this, having been to our home. Uh, I get uh, sometimes I'll go out, especially in the wintertime. Uh, if there's like, because you know, summertime, there's always like random sounds. There's always like insects and crickets and frogs and shit like that. There's always noise going on, right? But like the wintertime, sometimes I'll go outside, especially if there's snow on the ground, because snow will like dampen any kind of ambient miscellaneous sound. Sometimes I'll go outside, like take the dogs out at like one, two in the morning or something when I'm getting ready to go to bed. And I go outside and it's It's frighteningly quiet. Like it's so quiet. Like you'll hear like a branch rub, but like generally there if like there's a night when there's no wind or anything. You can't only the only sound is the sound made by your movement like through the snow or on the ground or whatever. But if you stop and just stand there and listen, and it's so quiet outside, it's just, it's fucking a little weird. I lived out in a subdivision out on Long Island. and It was like that. And I would,
2: they had a dog. We were out there one night, and it was just you know crunching. We was just us walking, and I heard something out in the and the dog started flipping out. And I was like, oh, "Let's go," because I was like, "I don't have a gun." <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> and and we're done. <laughs> yeah, up, walk over, yeah, so, yeah. And you just start hearing things and seeing things. And you're, that's why I'm used to this city. Yeah. The, the city noise is it's like the city thing is like, all right, you're walking down the street, walking down the street. Hey, look, there's a guy on fire down the block. I'm across the street, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't involve me that's not not supposed to be you're out in the woods it's just like nothing that's that's supposed to be out there but then you hear that one thing and you're just like you don't know if you hope it's a person or you don't because it's like if it's not a person what is it if it's a person what the hell are you doing there are
0: there are some nights and I have and I still to this day I don't know what it is but there are some times I'll go outside and it'll be a, a super quiet evening but there's this random noise that comes through the air in the neighborhood. And I, I don't, I can't identify exactly where it's coming from. It seems reasonably far away. Like, you know, like more than like, like a few hundred yards, like either on our street down around the bend or like on the next street down further over. But it sounds weirdly like a baby crying. And it's just this, and it's, it's, it's only, (laughs) it's only, it's only mildly consistent. So it's not even like on a rhythmic kind of repeat pattern, which makes me think that it's organic. And it's not just like, it's not like just, you know, like some a baby center, like someone (laughs) that's someone you trip, baby center, but it's like. It's this crazy ass noise, or it sounds like. And of course, then my mind, of course, starts playing, and it's like, or maybe it's something simulating a baby crying. It's aliens, you know. It's like the bear in Annihilation. Oh. Well, or well, they were dead off from Predator. Well, well, exactly.
3: Want some candy? <laughs> want some candy.
2: No, I do not want any of your candy, sir. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, thank you. Please keep your candy to yourself. <laughs> I bet that kid was like Yeah, I shouldn't be in graveyards anyway, but now I'm definitely not gonna go to a graveyard. <laughs> Mark that off the list.
3: Want some candy, I think, was um was predator too. Yeah. What
2: was the first one? Anytime. Anytime.
3: <laughs> Anytime.
0: Over here. Yeah, <laughs> over, uh, over here. Over here. Over here. Over here. <laughs> over here. That's
2: the one I did trick my oh, grandmother. That,
3: that movie was borderline a horror movie when it first came out. That's Especially right. when I was at my age. Yeah. it was what? What? Predator? Yeah,
2: um, it is. I ain't no yeah. I, that that one I, yeah. I, tricked, I tricked my grandmother going to see, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's all Schwarzenegger. It must be, he oh, yeah. must be fighting some some wolf or something out in the jungle from the Jump Street dudes her skin. She was like, ain't no damn animal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I like him pulling the spine out of the guy.
3: That's the bad part of that. I watched a movie, and a week later, I had to go to a sleepaway camp, <laughs> which... There's a movie. Did you watch Friday 13 <laughs> after the, that? Not the movie sleepaway camp. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. One thing that's really surreal about it is... Oh, man, I'm never going to capture the story right. And there's nothing weird about it. We had like a few comic books at the very few comic books. And it was, we were there for, I was there for eight weeks. So, um, it was kind of isolating because there's, you know, you there's, there's no way to get. So the fearful symmetry, Spider-Man story had been going at that point, or, uh, it's called, uh, now it's called it's a, it was a trade paperback called fearful symmetry, but now they, they refer to it as Craven's last hunt. Oh, Similar. Yeah, and so we had the issue where Peter Parker got killed, where he got shotgunned um, by Craven, and and that was it. That's where we had the first – we had three issues, and it stopped with that. And so for for eight weeks, we were like, Peter Parker's fucking dead, dude. <laughs> there was no way to, to get the next issue because yeah.
2: we were stuck at camp. Yeah. I actually collected that. Yeah, it didn't get any better for him.
3: <laughs> no, but I mean he – you know, he got spoiler out. alert, everyone. He didn't die. Well, you know,
0: that time. what immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? Yep. there
3: it is. That was,
0: there it is. That was that was like I think, oh, I don't know it was that wasn't you went the normal that
3: was North. a that was a psychedelic fucking comic trip, man. That was crazy. And Craven was
2: all insane, and his parents would get, that was mm-hmm. and that's the an arc. I'm like, yeah, they'll never redo this. But I'm at like, the end
3: of, and then at the end of it, he blew his head off. Yeah.
2: He blew his brains out right in the coffin. Coffin drop. Wow, that was like I found
3: com- those were those were comics back then. When
2: I was working that's, at um, that's dark. I was working in I was working for at Norwood that You you worked there, and I found the stand <laughs> on the one of the buses, and I read that we went on. I was reading that the whole summer. And the kids like, what's that about? I'm like, nothing good. You know, you don't want to know. because <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I was in high school and, and like. I don't know why I was on the bus. Just concentrate
0: on your swimming, kid.
2: Just concentrate on your swimming. Hold your yeah. breath. You're going to have to do it for a yeah, long time. Yeah.
0: My summer reading list by Raheem yeah. Lloyd. It was only- you don't <laughs> want to know about Captain Trips. No. You don't
2: want <laughs> And again, that book is really not even amusing right now. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not. Another Stephen King. No, it's not. In the dead zone, it's like, God damn it, Stephen King. Why do not you tell <laughs> Write write these books faster so we can know what's gonna happen. (laughs) I warned you.
3: I read his, uh, uh, you know, uh, on writing book, which is Mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah, uh, read it. Oh, he was like, he talks about. um, He says he doesn't even outline things. He just comes up with an idea. He's like, "What if this happened?" And then he just starts writing. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Well, that's literally oh how he does it. I'm like, that is impossible. And he and he only writes a thousand words two thousand words a day. What and that's how that's how he became prolific. Yeah, well Steve and I two was, thousand words a
2: day. Steve oh, and I were talking before you came on about when we were up at his house at that time we saw that thing on the road. You were playing that while we were driving down the road that night. You? you remember that? Was I? Yes. Is that what we were listening to? Yes. With that fucking wolf, and whatever that Yes. And I was like Alien. That was... And I
3: was like, turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> That was my, that's, my, that's one of my favorite and my least favorite memories of driving on the Palisades. I'm glad someone was there with me because I would have shit myself all by myself. <laughs> but uh, I remember we, we were driving, we <laughs> we passed it, and then we both got really quiet. And I said, I'm not going Because I didn't know if he saw it. So I was like, I'm not going to say anything. And then two minutes later, Raheem was like, all right, so what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you saw that <laughs> I don't know what it was and that's why if I if I re- I remember it as this
2: really gangly white thing yeah on all fours that uh-huh. did not look like it was supposed to be there and it was taller than a dog
3: yeah yeah crawling through the in the in the in the middle whatever that section is the middle median median, the, yes. median yeah could it have been a gray it didn't have a head like that. It had a head like a dog.
0: It had a head like a,
3: some kind of. It, there was there was a mouth. There was a head. It was there was a mouth and there were teeth.
1: So it had a head. <laughs>
0: did,
1: no, you, did, you,
0: did you did you, did you ever tell you a story of her uh, her gray story?
3: No. I'll, are you are you considered, uh, when I'm house? So <laughs> what's that like?
0: You are you considered
1: living in upstate New York, or you're not that far north?
0: Anywhere outside of Manhattan, he's is a, upstate. He's up. He's yeah, he's he's upset. He's way upstate.
1: That's where communion allegedly took place, was somewhere up by you. Well, there's a military base up there
0: by Bear Mountain too, so uh well yeah, West Point's five minutes yeah. from me.
2: Oh yeah, because yeah. there's a taco place or a Walmart or something up there. I remember my aunt she lives in um Austin. We went up there one night for something and I remember we was just uh, you could... Austin's on the other side. Yeah, but we can't we drove all the way up there. And I know it's all you could see all like the radio trials and stuff, and it's just I don't know. We got out of the car over there and I was just like
0: Shouldn't have well, done that. Well, just north, <laughs> out, just north of Ossining is uh, is the nuclear power plant. Yeah. And the prison is right
2: in Ossining. it's a, I might have to move there right. soon, but you know. Huh? <laughs> either, be, either be up there or be down here with the plague rats. It's like, oh, what a choice. What a choice.
3: <laughs> you, you'd want to be in Austening. Trust uh, me. Uh,
0: uh, at this point. Is it wrong oh. for me that I always just think asinine whenever I hear Ossining? No. Yeah, no. No.
3: Okay. No. You should You should tell him the Deirdre story,
0: yeah, I want to hear oh it. we're at it. I can't remember why she was up. She was walking the dog no no no, no 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 no, I know but i'm I'm sorry, I can't remember why she was up at five in the morning. That's the thing. It was really early in the morning, and she's never up at that time, and she took the dogs out and again, it was like five five thirty in the morning, so it wasn't it wasn't quite getting even starting to get light yet it was like i want to say early spring so it was you know obviously still pitch black at 5 30 in the morning and uh oh you know you know what it was i think i had just left for work and the dogs were all agitated so she just got up to take them out and was going to go back to bed i think maybe that's it anyway she she comes out with the dogs And for whatever reason, she did not bring a flashlight with her, like what she would normally used to do every time she would take the dogs out at night. She would take a flashlight because she was only expecting to be on the driveway, take them to the edge of the driveway. They'd pee. We'd go back inside. So she comes out and she catches movement out of the corner of her eye across the street by the neighbor's car who's parked in a little turnoff that's directly across from our driveway. Well, it's pitch black outside and all she can see is a shape and she just sees movement out of the corner of her eye and something like takes off down the street. And all she saw was this gray shape. And then it was then it was down the street and into the into the pitch blackness. Because, you know, we do not like, you know, we're even fucking have streetlights where we live. And she just she just has always maintained that. I mean, she just had no idea what the fuck it was, but she heard it running down the street. So yeah. there you go.
1: In one of his uh later books, writing about the quote unquote grays, he talks about how you can only see them peripherally. Is this striber? Yeah. Okay. You, Stryber, yeah. You can't you can't look at them straight on, you can only see them from the sides. Because of whatever reason, but that's, right. that, that's what strikes me with that story. I mean, I don't believe in that shit anymore, but when I was big into him and reading him, those are some of the scariest books I ever read. interesting. Uh, he was uh obviously you know probably making it up, but um it was him describing them in the you know in upstate New York, coming to his house was fucking not good <laughs> This is not good. And that that image on his book that that's just that thing doesn't look right. I'd fucking beat the living shit out of it if it came into my house.
2: If you could,
1: <laughs> I just swing to my ninety degrees to my right, then
0: I'd hit <laughs> it. Gotta get a gun. You
2: gotta get a gun to shoot sideways.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Raheem, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, you are welcome back anytime, and please bring more horror films with you, just so we can make these guys no, watch, okay. watch more horror films. <laughs> oh, I will. Um, okay, good news for you. Uh, you don't. You don't gotta.
3: <laughs>
0: we good. We good. You don't gotta. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so thanks to Fesley and music please check out our website at cinementalpod.com for all the poster images we discuss on our down the tube segments and don't forget to download and subscribe to Cinemental wherever you enjoy your podcasts you can always listen to new episodes at cinementalpod.com also you can follow us on all major social media accounts at cinementalpod For Hassan Godwood, Latham Conger III, myself, and Raheem Lloyd, we say thank you so much for listening. And as always, in the words of our friend and fellow Xenomorph hunter, Truman Burbank, Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
1: Out.